Hey, this is Dub from the iHeartGeek Podcast, and you are listening to the Huh Podcast. Take two. Test, test, test. Test. Test, can you hear me? Test, can you hear me? The mic is plugged in now. Oh. So that should make a big difference. Can it hear me? Let's see. This is Gang Alley Media, where faith, family, and pop culture collide like a bloody train wreck. Hey, everybody. We are back. Our podcast. This is Dina. And Michelle. Hope everybody is doing well. Yeah. Yeah. I want people to do well. Sure we do. Sure. That's we do. part of being decent. Yep. Is wishing others well. You know what other part of being decent? What? Right in my phone. Where the heck did my phone go? You mean this one right here? Oh, there it is. Good. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. So, um, well, last week we talked about, what, wrong turn. Right. And that dropped and everything. And we bought DVD and mm-hmm. uh, Blu-ray. Rather. So, that's proof that we endorse it. So, yes. and, and there's a lot of people. I mean, Facebook is like dumb with people that are just, oh, you know, and most of the people that are complaining about it are complaining because it doesn't have the redneck. In, you know, the inbred <sighs> cannibals. And it's like, you, forbid, you know, you want something different. You're tired of a rehash, but then mm-hmm. you complain that it's different. You know? And it's like, well, why, why, why did they have to just take the title? Dude, the original guy took, wrote it, rewrote it. Yeah. So, that, he um, didn't, take anything right (laughs) it's his to right use as he sees fit yeah and like i said it's not like uh when they took child's play and took that franchise pretty much away from uh don mancini while he had a healthy chucky franchise already going yeah yeah so anyhow (laughs) <laughs> or over it's a, uh, it, I guess this is my mountain to die on I guess the wrong turn you know reboot mm-hmm. yeah I don't know I, I've got certain films that I hold dear to my heart okay mm-hmm. Six String Samurai uh Anything by Larry Blamont. You know. Uh, A Mighty Wind. Best in Show. You know. Waiting for Guffman. Okay, so all those those mockumentaries. Well, those... um, Spinal Tap. Yeah. Those in particular. Mm -hmm. I mean, he did another one that wasn't too great. So, I know how to separate. Mm -hmm. You know. Um, Sister Tempest. I want people to, you know, I want that film to succeed. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You know, so these are like my, you know, little things where if I if I feel they're getting attacked, I almost <laughs> feel like Mama Bear. And like, but I've got nothing to do with them except I enjoy them so much, and I don't like them being insulted or not appreciated. So I don't know. So I guess I can't be fair and impartial. But I guess you are when you first watch a movie. Then you... Then you form those... Then you form that opinion where you either love it or hate it. And then you defend it or rally against it. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure there are people who will defend and rally. I'm sure there are a million of them. <laughs> uh, Blair Witch. Mm-hmm. Where I will be the first one to, you know, throw my flaming arrow at it. So... Everybody has their thing. I, so. I can't watch. <laughs> right, you can't watch. You'll you'll throw up. I can get through it and then go. What the hell did I do that to myself for? <laughs> so anyhow, but yeah, so we watched that. Um, we went to the drive-in. Yes, we did. And we let's saw... all go to the movies. Let's all go to the movies. <laughs> So, we saw a double feature. Uh, As usual. Yeah. It was, we can't uh, go to the drive-in and not see a double feature. Tom and Jerry, which all I'll say is, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I, I was surprised. To me, it, it was very, um, very reminiscent of that one Muppets one that we watched over and over and over when the kids were younger. Oh, uh, the Muppets. I think it was like Mupp- the Muppets. The Muppets, was it? Okay. Yeah. The one with Gary and... Yeah. Yeah. Where it, he it was just... It, it had that yeah. feel to it. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like... It wasn't the same because, you know, the Muppets are the Muppets and they're a 3D Muppet creature interacting right, pu- with, right. you know, reality. This was a cartoon interacting with reality. So right. in in that aspect, it was different. But I just got that feel right and i I mean i think it's because it was a female lead Mm -hmm. and there's really only how does uh how does a live person interact with a non-live you know it it has a certain right but no i yeah i enjoyed it yeah and and i won't say too much for reasons because I, there will be down the road an and opportunity for me to speak more on it uh, on another show. But I don't want to, you know, anything can happen. So I'd rather not Absolutely. let that cat out of the bag. Um, you mean Tomcat? <laughs> very good. No pun intended, but... Yeah. <laughs> and then um, The Crudes 2. Yes. Was it? Uh, was it? I forgot what. A New Beginning or something? A New Beginning or something? Cruise to A New Beginning, yeah. something. And that that was really good. Yeah. I don't know why we held up. Well, no, because of COVID. Yeah. You know, it just wasn't an opportunity. You know? I remember the first one Killian and I went to at the Budget Theater Mm -hmm. after a while. And, you know, the Kurds were a big thing in our house with our girls. 
They yeah. watch well, I mean, they, they watch the cartoon and right. everything, the too. Right, which is yeah. great. You know, even Killian liked it the first five times. The girls put it on. <laughs> At nine times, the whole season, it wears on you. <laughs> I mean, Nico still watches. Oh, she does. She'll, she'll still put it on to watch. And I then, mean, my favorite episode, though, is when Thunk makes the... Uh, Invents movies pretty mm-hmm. much, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it's all using um, uh, shadow puppets. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, I mean, in this how one, could we not like Funk inventing movies? Yeah, exactly. And in this one, mm-hmm. Funk is pretty much addicted to TV, even though it's the window. Yeah, he's addicted to window. The window, oh, the window. <laughs> <laughs> even finds a portable window. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and but it was good. It was um really good. They had uh what was it? Leslie Mann mm-hmm. was in it and Peter Dinklage as this like hipster like anal you know not anal gay uh navel gazing hipster mm-hmm. D bag family that kinda wants to you know, pass judgment on everybody and, you know, like, hipsters. Yeah, but, sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, it was it was really good. I, I enjoyed it. It was fun. It mm-hmm. was, you know. It was actually a double feature that the girls stayed awake for both shows. Oh, yeah. And they were, like, jumping around. In wake. Oh, yeah. In the, in the movie, you know. So that was fun. Um. So. Anything else there? Um. I don't think so. It's a little early. Way early. But never too early for commercial break. Ready. Just relax and enjoy the ride. In these uncertain times, people certainly need entertainment, and we can certainly provide. With our podcast, Hybrid Anime, we will talk about certain anime, certain manga, and certain manga turned into anime. Don't forget, video games based on certain anime. Yeah, we certainly can't forget that. And you can be certainly certain that we will provide that in Hybrid Anime. So you're going to introduce me to anime? Yes. Certainly. Will I like this anime? Debatable. Not certain? Not certain. Okay. It's certainly debatable. Will they enjoy this podcast? Certainly. (laughs) Wherever great podcasts are found. Ready. Just relax and enjoy the ride. Are you trapped in the 80s and love retro? But do you also want to know what's going on in the world today? Then you got to check out the Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast starring me, Dags. The Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast is hilarious, and I guarantee it with a funny back guarantee. Now, here's a little taste of this powerful podcast. Now, yes. Br- yeah, Brian Dennehy, we all know him as the only person to kill Rambo in any of the Rambo movies. That's, that's right, isn't it? <laughs> That's correct. Yes. Why do nerds get so mad when you when you do uh, ironic comedy like that? 
because they're nerds. Yeah, I always they put got, it. They've got to be right. I I put it up on Twitter. I always do my uh, powerful, ironic comedy. And if you mm-hmm. want to enjoy that comedy, please follow us on Twitter at Amish B Machine. But I always tweet something, and they're like, "Oh, actually, Brian Dunhee did not kill him." Well, there you have it, guys. Go to AmishBabyMachine.com and subscribe now. Just when you thought it was safe. Hello? They're back. So, Andrew... I've got another brilliant idea. Why don't we do another podcast? And more terrifying than before. Another podcast. Another podcast like that last podcast where everybody's trying to censor our ass and damn all up in my damn face having something to say about my I don't give a shit. What you think about my you prima donna mother and my you can suck my mother with my So is that a yes? Yeah, sure, I'm I'm totally cool with your podcast. The last show at the Rio. Hear it on all major podcast platforms. Okay, we are back. <laughs> okay, we were able to watch a screener of a film that's being released March 1st from Arrow. A film called The Stylist. Right. Now, Michelle, do you want to read this synopsis for me? We all dream of being someone else, but for Claire, that dream goes from an obsession to a living nightmare. Hairstylist by day, serial killer, and collector of scalps by night, Claire's lonely existence is thrown into turmoil when her regular client, Olivia, asks her to style her hair for her wedding day. Increasingly fixated on Olivia's seemingly flawless life, Claire vows to lock up her scalp collection and change her ways for good only to discover that repressing your deadly desires is easier said than done (laughs) well yeah so okay now our thoughts on this uh (laughs) the good the bad and the ugly um I had started watching it, and you were kind of doing other things. Yeah, I was. I mean, you were in the room, but I you was in the engaged. room. I wasn't. I wasn't. Um, I was listening because I was really just kind of looking through books. Right. Um, not like reading through books. Looking through, we've got like boxes of books, and we're trying like to children's books. And yeah, stuff. we're trying to whittle those down. So I was just kind of going through. Deciding what books to keep and what not, what 
books not to keep. So I was listening. I may not have always had my eyes on the screen, but I was listening to what was going on. Um, and I was watching it, you know, intently to review it. Mm-hmm. And they became a certain point where I, as a, I am guessing I am not the target audience for this. Um, yeah, it's probably more of a female target right, audience. It is uh, made, is written and directed by Jill Gevergesian, okay. or Gevergesian, I apologize for getting the name wrong. Um, so, this is, you know, a very female-centric horror film. Right. Which is fine. Yeah, okay. Hey, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, so there are things in it that are written, I mean, exclusively from a female point of view. Right. I think there might be one or two actual male actors in the film. Right. So there are things... And even they weren't in it. Right. In any kind of consistent... Uh, right. So as a guy, I'm watching this and I'm going, all right, I don't understand why decisions are being made, why people are feeling or saying things. I don't get it. So it, it was unfair for me, I felt... To be a lone voice in this uh, review of the film, right. so well, I mean, and at that point, you had asked me to kind of, so uh, yeah, can you come in here and really watch it, <coughs> right? You know, be more focused on it, and I did. And to that, I have to say, as somebody who has had issues with my own. Um, uh, oh, the word just completely flew out of my head. Um, I, I with my own self confidence and mm -hmm. and my own, um, I didn't get it. Not not always feeling like you're part of the girls. Yeah, per se. Yeah, I, I've always because I've always been the one. You know, I was not a f makeup and frilly dress girl, so I didn't right. fit in with that group. Um, I liked heavy metal and rock and stuff, but I still didn't totally fit in with that group. Right. <laughs> you know, there, there wasn't one group where I was really one of the gals. Yeah. yeah. So I, you know, I, I, I was always very self-conscious and, and, uh, but yeah, I still couldn't relate to this female lead. It's not that the actress did a poor job. No. I just couldn't find a way to relate to her. I couldn't figure out what was making her feel the way she was feeling. Right. Because there didn't seem to be anything about her that would would say this is why I am the way I, you know what I'm saying right. she was a very pretty girl right arguably the prettiest girl in the movie right okay I'll take that from you know the, the right. male perspective but yeah I, I couldn't 
they never went into why she did this. Right. If they maybe tried to go into that and explain it. I mean, like, even in what I just read. Right. Hairstylist by day, serial killer by night. Right. They they hint at mother issues, but very shallow. Yeah. Yeah. But basically, her, her, her mom, mom had an, was an alcoholic and, and had, right. you know, didn't come home every night. and Right. And had a lot of boyfriends. And her dad was not in the picture. Right. Okay. Well, well I, I mean, without without trying to be, you know, there's a lot of children who have alcoholic parents mm-hmm. that don't become serial killers. Right. So I don't see how that connected. Right. There, right. There really wasn't a backstory or a motivation. And yes, yeah, so we can get into, you know, that was the whole thing. The whole Michael Myers thing is. Did you really need that much of a backstory that Rob Zombie did? No. But you needed something. But when you're but when you are doing this film is more character study than slasher film. Right. This wasn't designed to be a slasher film. Right. This was a horror adjacent movie. But you, you, that was dealing with someone with a psychosis. And maybe that's why I couldn't relate because I'm not psychotic. But I, why? I don't... But what? What was that trigger? You know why? Why are you trying to be these other people? Why are you cutting their scalps and collecting them? You know, like even Bill Lustig's Maniac, which. I think this borrows quite a bit from went into it a little bit more than than mm-hmm. this movie did. Yeah, there there was just no way for me to connect. Right. Why did I care about her? Right. Why yeah, why why should, why, why should I care about the struggle that she's going through to either be a serial killer or not be one? Right. And she is the essential character. There's not one scene in the movie that she is not carrying. Right. She's carrying the entire film, yet the end, I spent 90 minutes with you, but I, I really don't care. Mm-hmm. And the, the, without spoiling, I won't spoil, you can predict the end before it comes. Right, you, yeah. You yeah, know it exactly, kind of broadcast. Right. You, you know exactly what's going to happen, and... It makes the payoff, you know, since, since you're not relating with this person, that there's no... It checked off the box. Oh, there it was. Yeah. 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 Now, visually, it was a beautiful movie. Yes. And, and, and you know, I'm, I'm yeah. all about the, the visuals. Right. I mean, the direction was very well done. It was shot beautifully, nice colors. They did this great split screen thing a lot mm-hmm. um, where two characters are kind of and, and that is part of the I guess you know each doing the, their version of the same life mm-hmm. I guess since she wants to be that other mm-hmm. person you know so that was I mean that alone I will really good I will say that alone is worth a watch yeah 
it, it just to see the visual aspect of it and see and see what they brought to life that yeah. way mm-hmm. it is worth the watch mm-hmm. if you're looking to get into an absolutely great story yeah that that's going to make you think right mm-hmm. not so yeah, much yeah not, not gonna be there i mean there are people that she killed, and it's like, okay, well, why'd you do that? I mean, there's no. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the gore, it was good. Didn't look cheap. It was. Yeah, no. I mean, it, the it, effects it were, were yeah. very good. Yeah, looked very realistic. It, it was a quality film. It was a very good quality film, but lacking, lacking narrative, lacking yeah. story. So. But uh-uh. I would I would recommend watching it. I wouldn't recommend necessarily buying it. I would watch the features. I would probably watch it again with a commentary. Yeah, I, just well, and to, I, I'm hoping the, co- the and commentary it would be one of those, features may right put give a us clarity that. on it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that is because you know sometimes I in, you know I think and. Yeah. When they're so wrapped up and so involved, mm-hmm. and they know, you know, the, the the writers and directors and even the actors, when they know, right, you know, it gets a little bit lost, and they don't always, they take it for granted, I guess. Right. That there's a you you know there are those times where they just they take it for granted that everybody's going to understand what they know. Right. And like, and we don't. Right. And we've mentioned before. With me, there have been films that I have loathed, mm-hmm. and watching them with commentary shed new light on it and gave me, at very least, an appreciation for them. Right. So maybe this is that. I don't know. Right. But I would recommend it. Uh, uh, at least viewing it. Right. Um, this is being put out by Arrow, March first. And it Which is, is tomorrow. Yeah. The stylist. Check it out. Okay, Michelle. Is it movie trivia time? What do you got? Oh. <coughs> Let's see here. What did we say our next... Uh, 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 oh, fantasy and, and science fiction. All right. Yep. We are doing... Do you know this is the third week in a row? We are, we are in a habit now. Is this a habit? No. What is it like? Fourteen times? I don't know. <laughs> Something. Right, so but we are doing this. So right. I think we. Uh, what was I at? Like eighty. Eighty-four percent. Eighty-four percent. All right. So All let's right. see. Okay. In nineteen eighties, Star Wars Episode Five. Hmm. The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Luke Skywalker loses his blank in a fight with Darth Vader. He loses his blank? That must have hurt. <laughs> his hand. Which one? It's specific. Oh, really? Which one? Ah, right hand. Very good. Okay. All right. Name all of the Harry Potter films 
in their chronological order. Oh, God, really? <laughs> uh, okay, now, I didn't watch all these, but let's see what I can do. We are Sorcerer's Stone. Okay. Chamber of Secrets. Mm hmm. Prisoner of Azkaban. Mm hmm. Um. Okay, hold on. Half Blood Prince? Nope. Okay, I don't know. Okay, yeah, it was Prisoner of Azkaban was last one you got right. Yeah. Goblet of Fire. Goblet of Fire. Order of the Phoenix. Half Blood Prince. Mm -hmm. uh, Deathly Hollows and, and Deathly Hollows 2. Yeah, okay. Alright, so we got to mark that one. Those are the only three I, I, I've only seen. Sorcerer's Stone, uh, Chamber of Secrets, Prisoner of Azkaban, and then Deathly Hollows Part 1. So I am missing a lot in the <laughs> Harry Potter-verse. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Here's a bonus one. Name the director of such testosterone-filled films as The Hurt Locker 2008 and Zero Dark Thirty 2012. Testosterone films. Big manly testosterone film with big manly Catherine Bigelow. <laughs> yes. She's a great director, though. So. <laughs> uh, Long before you needed a woman in horror month, she did Near Dark. Okay. It's a yeah. great film. <laughs> <laughs> okay. When David Lynch adapted Blank. He cast a popular and award-winning musician in a role that was, in the book, described as being just 16 years old. The jazz Dune. singer, Dune, Labyrinth, Dune. Mask, or Purple Rain. Dune. Sting. Purple Rain. <laughs> Falcor, the luck dragon, is not Never only story. a trusty friend... But a reliable means of transportation around Fantasia in... The never-ending story. <laughs> I showed you that tattoo. Oh, yeah. The guy that did, uh, just for the listeners, the guy that did my um, Hello Kitty yeah. did a never-ending story with Falcor. <sighs> Unbelievable. And Fantasia in the background. Yeah, it was Unbelievable. All right. Morpheus offers Thomas Anderson two pills. One will show him the truth. The other will let him continue living as he had been. He chooses the blank one. The truth. What color? Oh, um. Oh, man. Is that the red pill? Yes, sir. Okay. Name the two races that join together... When the dark crystal is restored. Okay. <laughs> There's a couple of different answers, I think. But they are the Mystics and the Skeksis. Mm -hmm. Or they are the Ursu and the Urskex. Wait, no. The Urskex were the joining. Right. What they were when they right. were joined. Right. So, yep. Ursu and Skeksis or Mystics and Skeksis. All right. Before they're rallied to storm the lonely mountain, 
Orcs called these two places home in 2014's The Hobbit, The Battle of the Five Armies. Gundabad, Rivendell, Dol Galdor, Erebor, or Paramus. Rivendell's think where the elves are. Uh, Want me to read them again? Yeah. Gundabad. This is what, The Hobbit? The Hobbit, The oh, Battle of the Five Armies. I didn't watch it. But Gundabad, uh, Rivendell, Dal Goldor, Erebor, or Paramus? Paramus. It's in New Jersey. Um, Dol Goldor. Okay, yeah. That was my, one of my other guesses. <laughs> Unlike his roles in such films and television shows as GoldenEye and The Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones, Sean, is it Bean? It's Bean, Bean. right? Yeah, Sean Bean's character does not die in <laughs> blank. The Wachowski's 2014 space opera. What? <laughs> Unlike his roles yeah. in such films and television shows as GoldenEye, The Lord of the Rings, and Game of Thrones, Sean Bean. Bean's character does not die in blank. The Wachowski's 2014 space opera. Aside from the Matrix, I really don't have much. I don't know. Mars. Okay. Is it based on the Bars Room series of books by Edgar Rice Burroughs, who was the creator of Jungle Dwelling Tarzan, a 2012 film starring Taylor Kitsch, Kitsch takes place mostly on Mars. I've never heard of it. And I'm reading the wrong answer. Because <laughs> I turned the book upside down. <laughs> okay. What was the real answer? Jupiter Ascending. Oh. Still never watched it. But the next one is Mars. But what... What, 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 what was the question? <laughs> They have to do with, um, um, wait, uh, John, um. If you can tell me who it involves, then uh, I'll give it to you as right. Um. Not John Connor. Um. John is right. Yeah. Yeah. Crap. Uh. John. Oh, crap. Starts with C. I know it does. <laughs> Ends with R. I know it. I've seen it. Um, I, and I would, had you asked me the question, I would have gotten the answer, but we're doing Jeopardy now. <laughs> uh, John... Now John Connor's in my head, and it's not it because that's Terminator. Uh, John. I know y'all y'all are yelling at me. 
I know, I know there are people yelling at me about this now. <laughs> Let me think about it. Hold on to that. Put a pin okay. in that one. All right. I have to make sure you can't see the book. Okay. In 1981's Clash of the Titans, mm -hmm. Perseus uses Blank's head to turn the Kraken to stone. Medusa. John Carter. <laughs> right? Yep. Okay, thank you. <laughs> oh, I had to do it. I had to step back for a minute. <laughs> and I gave you that. I gave you that one because we did it because you did it Jeopardy style. Okay. All right. You might recall that Tough Kuatu, Kuatu has a lot of heart and brains. He can be found This is a question? You might recall. Oh. What are you doing? <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> it's late. It's been a long weekend. <laughs> it's late. I'm tired. Oh, I guess it is. It's a quarter okay. of ten. <laughs> you might recall that though Kuato or Kuatu. Kuato. Kuato has a lot of heart and brains. He can be found blank. In the guy's chest. In his belly. Yeah. I forgot the guy's name. Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger's... In Total Recall. Quaid, Quaid. Quaid. Along with audiences everywhere, searched for the leader of the, re the resistance in 1990's Total Recall, only to find him attached to his brother's stomach. Right. Quaid. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Make me self-conscious now. I don't want to keep going. Uh-oh. Don't be self kill somebody. This self-conscious. You're going to be scalping people. <laughs> Josh Brolin, who plays purple-skinned baddie Thanos. Yeah. In many Marvel Cinematic Universe movies place sharply dressed Goody Blank in the third installment of a film franchise. Uh, um, was it, um, oh man, it's Men in Black. Okay. Um, and he played the younger, um, Tommy Lee Jones character. Um, I, I need to know his letter, though, right? P. K. K. Damn it. Oh, well. I knew what I was... <laughs> oh, yeah. Though similar sounding to a rock and rollers... These giant robot-like suits were controlled by two people, not a backup band in 2013's Pacific Rim. Jaegers. Yes. They're called Jaegers. Looks like Jagger, but it's Jaeger. <laughs> Which is why the main character in Attack on Titan, his name is Jaeger. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ooh, you're going to like one coming up soon, but it's not the next question. So, Perhaps inspired by a mythological princess, Ellen Page's character in Christopher Nolan's 2010 Inception is named... 
Sleeping Beauty. What? Aridine? Oh. I think that's how you pronounce it. I actually. A R I A D N E. I actually didn't watch the full movie. I need to see it. It has Tom Hardy in it, so. Yeah. I don't know why I'm lagging on that. It's your crush. My man crush is not strong enough. <laughs> Name the correct phrase from 2009's Avatar. I hear you. I feel you. I taste you. I see you. Or I smell you. I feel you? I see you. Oh, okay. I don't know. It's all hippy dippy baloney. <laughs> Sorry. Wrong movie. Okay. All right. In 1973's... Okay. Soylent Green... Yes. Soylent Green is green. It is also... People! <laughs> it's people! <laughs> I Who love Soylent Green. Oh, yeah. Soylent Crackers. I knew you were going to like that one. Okay. Audiences could watch and rewatch Tom Cruise relive the same day over and over again, but were confused by the title of 2014's Edge of Tomorrow. To clarify things, subsequent video and on-demand releases touted it with its unofficial subtitle. Recall. I don't know. Live, die, repeat. Oh. Okay. I'm not really doing too well on this. Well, I, but science fiction and fantasy isn't your... Yeah. I mean, you do watch certain things, but it's not your... Yeah. Okay. Pick the correct Bill Quaid pair who starred in Independence Day. Was it Bill Pullman and Randy Quaid? Yeah. Bill Paxton and Randy Quaid? Bill, Bill Pullman and Dennis Quaid? Bill Paxton and Dennis Quaid, or Bill Pullman and Jack Quaid? It's Bill Pullman and Randy Quaid. Yes. Okay. In Peter Jackson's King Kong, yeah. this actor does double duty as both the title character and... Andy Serkis. You're not even going to let me finish. Not when it comes to Andy Serkis. I do like Andy Serkis. <laughs> All right. Show your jazz... This is a bonus. Show your jazz hands and name the director of Cabaret, 1972, and All That Jazz, 1979. Hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick myself. Bob Fosse. Oh, I was gonna say it, but I didn't. Yeah, Bob Fosse. Yeah. Okay. So I mispronounced that too. Fosse. Good golly. Sorry. Please, everybody, forgive me. I'm so sorry. All right. In 1977's Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Mm -hmm. 
Roy Neary builds a model of Devil's Tower out of... Well, if he did two, he did one out of clay, but he did one out of mashed potatoes. They're looking for the mashed potatoes. Okay, this means something. They're looking for the yummy one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> an Egyptian god, blank, isn't a god, but an alien in 1994's Stargate. Raw? Mm-hmm. Allusions to Pinocchio make their way throughout blank, especially when David encounters his very own blue angel. AI? Yes, sir. Yay! So you're picking up I remember that one. Yeah, I didn't particularly like that movie, but I remember watching it. <laughs> okay, in 2005's War of the Worlds, mm -hmm. Tom Cruise's Ray Ferrier tries to get his family to New York City, Boston, Providence, Buffalo, or Portland. Oh, God, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't Portland. Boston. Okay. They wanted to go to Boston. Yeah. <sighs> go to Boston. <laughs> 2012, a film directed by Roland Emmerich, in which natural disasters <sighs> threaten all of human existence, yeah. premiered a mere eight years after blank hit theaters. Another film directed by Roland Emmerich in which a new ice age threatens all of human existence. Uh, day after tomorrow? Mm -hmm. Yeah, another piece of crap. <laughs> <sighs> Armageddon came out the same year as this. Deep Impact. That's it? No. Okay. I was I was on a roll for a minute. Wait. I was like butter. Call me butter because I was on a roll. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we go over again. Okay. So that was fun. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good one. <laughs> Okay, well, 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 well hey, thank you. well, how did you do? 72%. On that section. On that section. Okay. So your overall right now is 80%. Okay. And next time is superheroes and action. Hey, cool. Which I think, you, I think you'll do better with that than you, yeah. than you did even with the um, science fiction. Yeah. Fantasy. Yeah. Cool. Look forward to it. Yes. Look forward to it. Um, guys, we thank you for joining us for another episode of Haunt Podcast. You know how to get in touch with us. Twitter, Facebook. Um, I think Andrew and I are thinking about doing a very special episode of Lash Out the Rio. I'm not letting the cat out of the bag, but we will be taking a bullet for y'all. That is all I'm saying. Hmm. Killian and I are 
of course, still doing hybrid anime. hybrid anime, and we'll be coming out with new episode in a day or two. Yep, and if you guys heard like some squealing going on from the South Carolina area, that's because we found My Hero Academia shirts that have Hello Kitty with them. Yeah. Totally. So the girls each got one, and they're twinsies. Ah! So, yeah, yeah, wow. All day long today. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they. We're twinsies. We're twinsies. <laughs> I love my girls, and it's so cute. But after about four hours of twinsies, and the, ah, yeah, it was a little much. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, if you guys heard it, I apologize. Yeah. So, guys, do us a favor go on iTunes, give us a review. Um,. Doesn't even have to be a five. It could be a four. Or a generous three and a half. I want a five. Well, you can give us a five. We'll take fives all day long. I want five. But if you listen and you like us, help us by getting us, you know, out there a little more. Tell your friends about us. And, you know, we'll talk at you. Um, I'm going to. Think of another uh, audience, you know, question to have some interaction going on. So, those always go over pretty well. Yep. So, we want to get y'all involved in the, you know, and go on our Facebook group and post and talk and, oh, 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 I forgot. What? What'd you forget? SC Comic Con is <gasps> back. Yeah. In, uh, is it March? Uh, no, April. No, April. April. Happy it birthday. Better not, it better not be March because... Oh, no. No, I think it'll be, like, April. Happy birthday to me. Yes. So we'll figure that out. Um, I also know that, um... The Carolina, uh, Horror Film Festival is, uh is planning on going on this year. Oh, is it? Also, yeah. Um, what was it? Sorry. Carolina Fear Fest. Okay. That is back on the books. So I, I would love to go up there. But yeah, they, they posted on Facebook uh, May 29th and 30th. They'll be going on. So if that's something that you guys are interested in, check it out. Carolina Fear Fest. All right. Um, I think we covered our bases. I believe so. Guys, you are amazing. Be decent to each other. Yes. Peace.